对哦。Beyond did not make these rankings. Podcast Network includes An Evening at the Movies, Crime Rewind, Crash Gadlin, Literature Reapers, Love Is Black, Minner the Prize, The Simplest, and of course, Masturbators. Please check out all of our podcasts for all of your different podcast needs at IDN MTR. PodcastNetwork.com. Now, Masturbators is always done in front of a live social media audience, and is a mature podcast that talks about mature things. It is not kid friendly, but if you want to listen with your kids, that's on you. We warned you, and have a good day. Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to Masturbators presents One on One, and this is my. First one-on-one of the new season of the new year, so I am very, very excited about this. Benjamin, uh, no, can you say my last name for me? I don't want Kentish. To Kentish, there you go. Benjamin Kentish will be doing the 104 uh, musicals of all time, musical movies of all time. According That's to right. I, according to IMD, IMDb, but re-ranked by Rotten Tomatoes, so I just want to make sure everyone knows that, okay? Ben, you have, a, you, have, you have a podcast of your own. If you can talk about your podcast, where to find it, what it's about, shameless plug, please. Well, I don't have a podcast, but I do have a musical. Um, okay. Though, apparently, I'm good on the mic, and people are telling me I should get a podcast. So maybe one of these days, I'll get around to doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, glad to be here, DeAndre. Um, I'm sharing today about my musical. It's called mm-hmm. Life Review, the Hospice Musical. It's okay. a new musical comedy I created inspired by my real-life experiences as a chaplain working in hospice care. I was visiting with people, hearing their stories, and uh, one night driving home, called my wife. I said, honey, I think these stories, they want to be songs. She said, get writing. Later that night, opened up one of those black-and-white composition books and started scribbling down the first song. Um, Nearly 10 years, actually a little more than 10 years later, Um, I took those initial song sketches and built songs upon songs, worked with several composer friends. Um, I created all of the words and, uh, worked with, uh, composers, Jason Spiewak, Michael Miller, Andy Basov, Miriam Cook, and, uh, together we've created a beautiful musical comedy, um, all about, uh, living and dying, Mm -hmm. um, stories and songs, uh, triumphs and sorrows. Um, Really, there's a surprising amount of laughter. And of course, we have some beautiful tear-jerker ballads in there too. Um, Right now, I'm excited to share with all of your listeners and viewers that we are making bookings for the coming year and more into the future. Um, I have a one-man version of the show that is now very nimble. I can perform it from this space on the internet to any Mm -hmm. kind of streaming audience, um, as well as going in person to perform, uh, which I've had the pleasure of doing several times in the last year at Asheville Fringe Festival at a few private appearances. And I'm looking for more of those. Um, And I'm also looking for theatrical partners. So if you're watching and listening today and you love theater, you're involved in your local theater organization. And this new piece of theater sounds interesting to you, I encourage you to get in touch. Uh, so there's a contact us form on that website, lifereviewmusical.com, L-I-F-E-R-E-V-I-E-W-M-U-S-I-C-A-L.com. Uh, and uh, you can get in touch. 
Uh, we also have a great trailer video there. So once you land on the website, you see about five minutes of beautifully edited footage from our last big uh, performance that happened right before COVID. Uh, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, like so many new musical or theater projects, we hit the COVID wall, so to speak, mm -hmm. right? So that's actually, it's uh, the sort of funny reason why I have both a full-length ensemble show, which is the dream, you know, to stand that up on a stage. But I also have this little one-man version. Why? Because during the pandemic, that was how I was able to keep the show alive, right? Mm -hmm. I performed it for 10 times um, for audiences all around the country, mm -hmm. uh, ranging from, you know, residences to conferences, um, trainings and whatnot big fundraiser, uh, all from this small space. I, I hang up a black curtain behind me for those of you who are watching. Uh, for those of you who are listening, trust, I hang a black curtain behind <laughs> me. Uh, but, you know, it's it was a funny process for me as a creator to have spent nearly eight years to put together a musical comedy that was 16 songs and dialogue that was said to be quite funny, and I thought so, um, having wrote it. Uh, but uh, then to realize, okay, I can't do live theater. That was a real struggle for me, right? Um, mm -hmm. I know for a lot of us listening, now it's sort of like this weird time that we remember in the not that distant past, right? But for all of us creators, having uh, to not be able to be live was, was really tough. So that was one of the things that sort of rose, got the project up from the ashes was the one-man show. And now I'm excited to be doing that wherever I can. And And of course... When I perform it for whatever size audience, you never know who's listening, right? Just like I'm so excited to connect with your audience. I never know who's listening. Mm -hmm. And uh, if people are interested, I, I hope you connect. I'm also active on Instagram at Life Review Musical, uh, where I post photos and content related to the show and then just random things about life. Okay, so a couple things. Uh, one, if you could send me all that permission, I will make sure that it is in the review. Uh, uh, when we post this uh, on our podcast, I'll make sure absolutely. That good. And then my my, my sister is actually a uh, professor of theater um, in Arkansas. So no kidding, uh, I would love so to connect with her. I definitely will try to connect you to okay. However, though, yeah. so then you we are doing. It's okay. I'll call you Ben, right? Yeah, Ben. Now that we're friends. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, Ben is doing the uh, top 104 musical movies of all time. Uh, Let's Harry go. Goes, uh, the highest seed will always play the lowest seed. There'll be a buy in the fourth round in the quarterfinals. Uh, there's there's four play-in movies. Ben will pick two. Two will go into the second round. Uh, and if there's a matchup that Ben don't like or don't know about, he's allowed to give me the matchup. However, though, he has to live with that consequence because if he gives me one of those matchups, he never know who's going to play who. Because like I said, the highest two all play low C, so it gets mm. a little randomized right there. Uh, and just, yeah. like all, just like always, I did not make these rankings. Like I said before, these rankings come from IMDB, from the movies, and then re-ranked by Ryan Tomato scores. So you got a problem right. with that, playing Ryan Tomatoes. <laughs> all right? Yeah. I mean, I can't emphasize this enough, people. I just met DeAndre, but I can vouch for him. He did not make these rankings. I did not at all. <laughs> all leave right. him alone. <laughs> okay. So a friend of mine, Amanda, said she needs to come on and do this one as well. 
Amanda's a frequent, uh, uh, she does a lot of these brackets and she's a part of the I Did Not Make This Rankings podcast network. She has a podcast called Sipless, uh, which is a top five ranking podcast. Okay. Are those so, recordings much shorter? Uh, no, actually, her, her podcast episodes are probably longer than mine. So, 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 so don't but, be deceived by the, the quantity of things ranked. Yes, no, not. All right, Ben, let's start off. Pick two out of the four. First movie is The Phantom of the Opera, 2004. Uh, Burlesque, 2010. Cats, 2019. Or Sister Act 2, 1993. And for people that's listening, watching the 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 date I'm saying, the date I'm Excuse saying me. is uh well the year the year the movie came out. All right. Yeah, thank you for that. Mm-hmm. All right. Um I'm laughing because we had quite a conversation in our family about Cats, one of the most famously awful movie musicals of all time. However, it contains Taylor Swift. I have a daughter who adores Taylor Swift, but um, no, I'm not going to advance Cats under any circumstances. I'm going to go with Sister Act 2, mostly because of uh, that scene where the shy kid gets up and Mm -hmm. like he has his moment in front of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and what were the other two choices, friends? The other two choices are Burlesque 2010 and The Phantom of the Opera 2004. All right, I'll take Phantom of the Opera. Okay. Um, so love come, a lot of that music. Mm-hmm. So the so out of Sister Act Two and The Phantom of the Opera, which one's better movie? Um, I'm gonna take Sister Act Two. All right. Just ask that so I can put them in the right place. So this one goes here. And Sister Act Two goes there. So I love Phantom of the Opera. I was actually the Phantom, the Phantom in the Phantom Opera play in high school, and I'm going to go see it on in Broadway, on Broadway in New York. Phenomenal musical, phenomenal. Very, very okay. powerful. All right. Uh, and for people that know me, they say they, they, how the hell I played the Phantom. I did not sing. I acted instead of words. I did not sing. My well, somebody named Andrew Osborne was in the back singing for me. I was the only person that could fit the robe and stuff because I because prior because oh. <laughs> uh, prior so I was uh I was they did like lip syncing live for you? Yeah, basically. So so he was in the wow. back singing and he was in the back singing and I was just the lip singing basically. Okay. Okay. So, there you go. There you have it. All right. So let's get on to the to the bracket. We got number one singing in the rain. 1952 or number 100 grease 2 1982 singing in the rain that one's easy mostly for the famous title track and that dance sequence you put that on instant smiles okay so a couple things one singing in the rain will play the phantom knob or in the next round however people hate when i say it and i'm just going this is the hill i'll die on grease 2 is better than grease I'll, I'll keep saying it to the day I die. To me, Grease 2 is overall better movie than Grease. I keep saying it. And, I'm going to trust you on that. I don't yeah. know if I've ever seen it. Grease 2? But uh, I can uh, put it on my list. I, I love Grease 2. I, I, I do with passion. I love Grease 2 with passion. And I do think that Grease 2 is better than Grease. Me personally. However, though, the show must go on. Number two, Meet Me in St. Louis, 1944. Or number 99, Spice World, 1997. Okay, so I researched this one. Uh, it took me approximately 60 seconds of viewing Spice World to say to myself, 
never again. Um, certified terrible. Um, and I usually don't pass judgment that fast, but it it really it really came that quickly for me. Um, mm -hmm. It was awful. So based on that, Meet Me in St. Louis wins um, by mm -hmm. default. However, mm -hmm. also on the up, um, Judy Garland, amazing mm -hmm. star of that mm -hmm. era. So shout out to Judy. All right. Well, Meet Me in St. Louis will play Sister Act 2 in the next round. Okay. Num number three, Holiday Inn, 1942. First number 98, Newsies, next 92. Okay, big upset coming here for all of you Golden Age fans. Newsies. Um, gotta say, I know Newsies a lot better than the other one. I looked it mm -hmm. up. You know, it's classic. It's got some uh, some famous dead people in it. Mm -hmm. They weren't <laughs> dead when they did the recordings for the record. Yes. Um, so, yeah, but Newsies I love. And also the first time Jeremy Jordan made a big splash. Mm -hmm. And he's one of my favorites. Um, you know, as a Broadway tenor vocalist, to me, he's kind of a superstar. So he broke out as, I believe, a kid in high school in his first Broadway role in Newsies. Um, okay. So awesome show with an awesome cast. All right. Number four, Pinocchio, 1940. First number 97, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, 1993. Okay. So I have a comment, and then I see your your visual, it says, I did not make these rankings. So I'm not quibbling with the rankings mm -hmm. because you did not make the rankings. I'm going to go with Robin Hood Men in Tights. Mm -hmm. um, I like a stupid screwball comedy, and that is definitely one. I wouldn't have thought of it as a musical, but then I remember the title track where men were men So I got to see that again. And then she sings in the bathtub and he sings to her. Like, like I, I could see where it, they could call it a musical. I personally don't think it's a musical, but it was on there, so I just left it on there. But it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I appreciate as a, as a as a uh, self proclaimed funny guy, I appreciate mm -hmm. a well crafted comedy song um, no. because you know it's it's the power of a song. Plus, you get an unexpected laugh here and there, mm -hmm. so that's a lot of fun for me. Number five, any get your gun, nineteen fifty. Verse number ninety six, the Wiz, nineteen seventy eight. That's an easy upset for me. Definitely the Wiz, for several reasons. Um, I am proud opponent of guns, and that just seems like a whole kind of, you know, let's not sing and dance with guns, kids. That seems dangerous. Mm -hmm. And sure. in the other direction, what was the one I'm voting for? The Wiz. The Wiz. Oh, I've actually seen that. Mm -hmm. Amazing show. Fun fact about my history. You mentioned your Phantom of the Opera before. Mm -hmm. So my first role on stage in middle school, I was the wizard in a bootleg hybrid version of The Wizard of Oz slash The Wiz. <laughs> so we know there we know there are separate works of mm -hmm. art, right? The Wizard of Oz mm -hmm. and The Wiz. So mm -hmm. my middle school did some definitely illegal stuff. Um, I don't think anyone went to jail, but we kind of like alternated somewhere over the rainbow and ease on down, ease on down the road. <laughs> um, now knowing what I know about IP and copyright laws, definitely not kosher. So I was the wizard at the time I was, you know, sixth grader, 70 pounds wet 
Um, so when they had the big reveal and they pulled me out from the box, that was like a funny visual. This kid, this big as the big bad wizard. Um, I also tell the story of my terrible audition where I was so nervous. I couldn't sing, mm -hmm. uh, which surprises people. Cause now I'm like a professional singer, mm -hmm. but you know, even professionals, they weren't always that bold. So there you have it folks. All right. <laughs> number six, top hat, 1935. Verse number 95, Idlewild, 2006. I'm going to go Top Hat. Love me some beautiful Hollywood dancing. All right. And Top Hat will play Newsies in the next round. Uh, number seven, Dr. Seuss, How to Grinch Stole Christmas, 1966. Verse number 94, Rent, 2005. Rent every day. Five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. So something you might not know about me. I am a big Rent fan. Rent movie fan. I am a big Rent movie fan, and I love the soundtrack. I, I don't know if you have Spotify, but you, if you heard us do Spotify rap, there was three songs of Rent in my top ten or top fifteen. Sorry, my top ten fifteen songs of last year. That All was right. uh, uh, Bohemian. Not say Bohemian Rhapsody. Love you, Bohem. Love you, Bohem. Uh, yep. Seasons of Love, and uh, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll carry, not carry him. I, uh, I, 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 I the last one, I, yes, something like that, yeah. Which, which uh, is fucking, it was fucking amazing, by the way. Oh, the the reprise at the funeral. Mm -hmm. Very powerful. Yes. All right. So number eight, the Mini Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, nineteen seventy-seven, or number ninety-three, Annie, nineteen eighty-two. Annie all day, both versions. <laughs> I think only one version on here, but yeah, I do like I do like the, the new version. People people don't like the new version. I actually thought it wasn't bad. Listen, anytime you update a beloved classic, it's a risky move. Some people are gonna love it. A lot of people are gonna get upset. Um, but I just love the original, and if it brings the great music of the original Annie to a new generation, mm -hmm. that's terrific to me. I love it because it's optimistic. Um, it's very accessible. Like a gazillion schools have done Annie, mm -hmm. um, including the one that I was a part of. Um, it's just a fun show. Fun show. Okay. Number nine, The Wizard of Oz, 1939. Or number 92, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks, 1971. Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz will play Robin Hood Men and Tights in the next round. Uh, number 10, Cinderella, 1950. Verse number 91, Footloose, 1984. Okay, so I looked up the music from Cinderella, and a lot of it was this beautiful, sleepy orchestral music that if you put in front of a child today, they would be like, why are you doing this to us? <laughs> it's so funny to me because, like, yeah, so I'm going to go with Footloose. Hat tip to my wife, who's a, a few okay. years older than me. She remembers the 80s more than I do. Um, so Footloose. But my God, the, it, some of these older movies, when you start watching and listening, I'm not saying they're bad, but it's just like stylistically, they move at a whole different pace. Mm -hmm. the, in terms of the sound of the earlier mu movie musicals, there's a lot more orchestral stuff going on at all times. Whereas mm -hmm. the newer stuff, you know, it feels like a party. 
uh, like contemporary Broadway does in many cases, or just like a lot more pop sounding than orchestral. Um, so I noticed that as I was watching some of these. Anyway. All right. Uh, number 11, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, 1937. Yeah. Or number 90, Oliver and Company, 1988. Oliver and Company, that's with the dogs and cats singing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're going to go with that because I love <laughs> pets. All right. So Oliver I don't think it's going to go far. Oliver and Company, we'll, we'll just move on. You have a lot of upsets. I, I like it. I like it a lot, actually. <laughs> number 12, Mary Poppins, 1964. Verse number 89, Pocahontas, 1995. All right. Mary Poppins, all day, every day, eight days a week. Um, I Honestly, when I do appearances and I'm talking at length about my show, I often quote Mary Poppins. It takes mm -hmm. a spoonful of sugar to make the medicine go down. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, I use comedy to help people laugh about death and dying and other challenging mm -hmm. topics. Yes. Um, and I like that as a message from the no-nonsense nanny, right? Like part mm -hmm. of being a kid and growing up is dealing with some tough stuff. Mm -hmm. So we laugh and sing and dance, but it's still like, still got to clean your room, kids. <laughs> I understand. Uh, so, you, so you pick Mary Poppins and Mary Poppins. The Mary Poppins for sure. Mary Poppins will play the Wiz in the next round. Also, my friend Harvey, who has two podcasts, and I did not make the drink his podcast network, uh, Love is Black and Men Are the Prize. And his favorite Disney movie is Mary Poppins. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. It's fantastic. Right. Number 13, Aladdin, 1992. Verse number 88, Mama Mia, 2008. Okay, Aladdin for sure. For mm -hmm. those of you just listening, I did the fist pump like hooray. Mm -hmm. So in my mind, Aladdin is a high seed in, in my brain. We'll see if mm -hmm. that actually works out that way. Love well, it. Uh, from the gold, the so-called golden age of Disney movie musicals, right? Mm -hmm. Late 90s, Lion King, Aladdin, Beauty right. and the Beast. They're all that on mid, this list, I think. Yeah, that mid-90s. Uh, however, though, Aladdin will play Rent in the next round. Oh, it's done. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to let you know that. Uh, oh, number... Aladdin, I love you so, and you're gone. <laughs> number 14, My Fair Lady, 1964. Verse number 87, Peach Dragon, 1977. My Fair Lady. Um, I need to, to jump in and say there... I had two separate family conversations about this bracket. One with my wife and my mother okay. in the same room, and one with my wife and daughter. Okay. And what was so funny is there was some where I had an opinion, and my mom was like, no, absolutely not. And I was like, mom, do you understand how an opinion bracket works? Like, I get to choose which one I prefer. And she's like, but you're wrong. And like, <laughs> we had, we had such a good laugh about that, especially when she had a strong opinion about a film I had not yet seen. And I mm -hmm. was like, I, you feel strongly about a movie I've not seen. And she's like, so then pick mine. And I'm like, but I haven't seen it, mom. <laughs> now so, in the other direction, my daughter equally um, opinionated, but in the reverse, it's like anything from the 2000 and since is like mm -hmm. possibly okay. The old stuff, forget it. Yeah, it's the, not the, the, the throwback the, stuff. The, <laughs> that's how I saw all younger younger people works. Uh, however, though, I do want to let you know that uh, these brackets normally goes 
uh, I, I do it for social media voting as well. Yep. So on Twitter slash X and Facebook, I uh, will do that. So this will be on, I will be doing this. I don't know how soon because we're still doing our 90s brackets, but nice. But this will be in, I, I, and I always compare, like I always do the bracket for myself and I always compare yeah. uh, brackets. So I always wonder, I wonder how it is. But again, show must go on. Number 15. Yeah, the Nightmare Before Christmas, 1993, versus number 86, The Great Showman, 2017. Oh, Greatest, greatest Showman, for mm-hmm. sure. The great so showman. I mentioned My Wife and Daughter. That was a huge song, a huge movie for us uh, when my daughter was in elementary school and just kind of mm-hmm. starting to emerge as a young vocalist. Mm-hmm. And um, last year, shout out to, to Young D., uh, she had her first big solo in the chorus concert, and it was a oh, song nice. from The Greatest Showman. She stood up there with the microphone, and she killed it. It was amazing. Congrats. Like, 11 congrats, years congrats. old. So go, daughter. Woo. Go, congrats. Congrats. All right. Uh, number 16, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, 1964. First number 85, Robin Hood, 1973. I guess I'm going to go with Rudolph, um, rooting for the underdog. All right, I thought well, both of those were lackluster inclusions in the list. Wait a second, DeAndre, did you make these rankings? Did you come I up with did, this list? I did not make these rankings, sir. All right, because <laughs> I want to still be mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rudolph will play footloose in the next round. All right. All right. All right. Number 17, Beauty and the Beast, 1991. Birth number 84, School Days, 1988. Beauty and the Beast. So this is when I reveal to your audience, Belle is one of my greatest animated crushes you know i love a beautiful brunette mm-hmm. i like that she's into books she's very book smart yes okay she's good uh, to her dad great good to her dad good to her friends yes she's a good person uh beauty and the beast will play oliver and company in the next round all right number 18 the lion king 1994 first number 83 a goofy movie 1995 lion king for all the all the songs, all the beautiful animation, just a gorgeous film. Okay, a couple of things. First things first, The Lion King will play the greatest showman in the next round. That's going to be a tough matchup. And <laughs> also, I'm a I would pick I pick The Lion King as well. I mean, that's it is what it is. However, though, as an unfortunate matchup for a goofy movie because I love a goofy movie. I still think that I, I don't I, know that film. Tell me why you love well, it, DeAndre. I still think that Eye to Eye is the best Disney song of all time. This is me personally. Eye to Eye to me is the best Disney song of all time. It's sung by Tevin Campbell. It's actually, the movie's actually pretty good. Um, uh, I don't want to give any spoilers, spoilers for anybody who will watch it. It's it's, it's, it's the 95, go watch it. But as to me personally, Eye to Eye is the best Disney song of all time. Now, just because you have one good, great Disney song doesn't beat out can you feel the love tonight? Kakuta Matata, <laughs> all the songs for Lion King. So I put the Lion King, but I love a goofy movie. I do. All right, Ben, number 19, The King and I, 1956. Or number 82, Aristocats, 1970. Uh, I'm going to go with The King and I. Classic. 
that's in a group of musicals where I know the music because it was one of 20 or 30 vinyls in my parents' collection, right? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't top shelf like West Side Story and My Fair Lady, but it was part of the group. So that's why I picked King and I. All right. Number 20, Lady and the Tramp, 1955. Verse number 81, Pitch Perfect 2, 2015. Okay. So this is where my daughter, the 13-year-old, got pissed at me because mm -hmm. <laughs> I told her I was definitely picking Lady and the Tramp, and I'm mm -hmm. sticking with that for all the reasons, mostly because of the fabulous kind of jazzy songs, and mm -hmm. I'm a dog lover, and having now owned a dog for a couple of animals worth, mm -hmm. 20 years nearly, um, I've seen Lady and the Tramp and loved it on a new level. Like all the dog movies, actually, you know, mm -hmm. kind of funny if you live with an animal. Um, okay. but Pitch Perfect too, cool movie. Mm -hmm. Um, so sorry, daughter, <laughs> but daddy uh, is uh, not going to listen to you on that one. <laughs> All right, number twenty-one, Enchanted, two thousand seven, or number eighty, Sword and Stone, nineteen sixty-three. Enchanted? Question mark. <laughs> Again, you go, disclosure. I, I had no opinion about either of those two films, so I'm going to go with Enchanted because we thought it seemed like maybe it was good. What do you think? Have you seen either of those, DeAndre? Oh, I, can I can I phone a friend? DeAndre, will you pick for me on that one? So, yes, I was going to say that if you if you uh, any matchup you don't like, so you, you can do it more than once. So it's not don't I like don't like them. them. I just or, don't know or, them. Or, or don't <laughs> or, them or, yet. Don't, or don't know about. <laughs> Or no, don't know about. You, That's you it. can definitely get to me. Uh, yeah, I will personally it. give this up to the Sword of Stone. Actually, all right. I've seen the chance to Sword of Stone. I, I like the classics, and Sword of Stone is a classic. So I'm going to go Sword of Stone. Howard, though, I don't think it's going too far because Sword of Stone will play the King and Nine in the next round. No, it's done. <laughs> just, just saying. Just give, give, give it a chance in the second round. <laughs> all right, number twenty-two. Santa Claus is coming to town, nineteen seventy. Versus number 79, The Little Mermaid 2023, the one that just came out this year. Oh, definitely Little Mermaid. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I will say briefly, I have some mixed feelings about the live action remakes. Mm -hmm. However, like I said before, generally speaking, if it's beautiful music and a new version introduces it to a new generation of kids and families... I say it's wonderful, right? Okay. Because like the original Little Mermaid to me is spectacular. I mm -hmm. love the songs, love the songs, but just amazing. Part of your world is one mm -hmm. of the great all time. I wish songs just so mm -hmm. beautiful um, under the sea is so clever and lively and on and on. Um, and the remake, we saw it and we loved it. Mm -hmm. It's definitely different than the original because it can't be the same. So, like, yep. <laughs> you know, as long as you go into it accepting that the newer version will be different, mm -hmm. you might enjoy it. I don't know. So, yes. All right. Well, the little, the little Mermaid will play Lady and Tramp in the next round. Mm, okay. Old versus new. Mm -hmm. Number 23, a movie you, you spoke of before, West Side Story, 1961. Versus number 78, The Lion King 2, Simba's Pride, 1998. All right, that one's easy for me. That's like, sorry. For sure. I love, 
I love the soundtrack. I love the film, the original, and the recent remake, which I found to be very beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, just a, just gorgeous. spectacular. Oh, it was gorgeous. It was, it was a very, very, very beautiful look at the, 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 mm-hmm. the remake, the last year's remake. It was so good. Uh, number wow. 24, Hairspray, 2007. Or number 77, High School Musical, 2006. Again, lively debate in the family on this one. Okay, shout out to all of my uh, fellow parents of teenagers right now, because I'm about to do something that might get me in trouble. Hairspray. Hairspray. Because fantastic musical Mm -hmm. with songs that I consider superior to those of High School Musical. Mm -hmm. And... We live close to Baltimore. I'm in Columbia, Maryland, which is a small planned community near Baltimore, Mm -hmm. 20 minutes drive. Um, I do not live near Salt Lake City. Um, (laughs) We have a lot of, I do want to say though, it was close though. During COVID, we watched all the different high school musical movies when we subscribed to Disney Plus. And then we more recently saw high school musical, the musical, the series, Um, it was Uh, something. (laughs) All right. Okay. Uh, so high school music move on. So, so I'm going ahead, not with high school music. I'm going with hairspray. Hairspray. Sorry. 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 Hairspray moves on. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. My my brain clocked out because I did something wrong when I sent you to the list. I, ladies and gentlemen, I sent Ben this list so he, so he can see the first round. This yeah. next matchup it says number 25, School of Rock 2003, versus number 76, Moonwalker 1988. Now, if people don't know what Moonwalker is, technically the name is Michael Jackson's Moonwalker 1988. Yes. That's the technical okay. name for that. Okay? So, so there you go. Number 25, School of Rock typo 2003. in what you sent me? Yes, the typo. Okay. It's all good because School mm-hmm. of Rock takes that every day. With with respect yeah. to the King of Pop, mm-hmm. um, School of Rock, because I'm a music teacher by trade. Okay. And to me, that's my all time favorite music teacher movie. Jack Black is sensational. Really great film. Okay. Number 26, The Little Mermaid, 1989. The original. Versus, the original. Versus number 75, Les Miserables, 2012. That one's easy. The original Little Mermaid, please. Um, I mentioned I was in love with Belle. I may or may not have also been a little bit in love with Ariel. Okay. Um, You know, she was such a good swimmer, and she was so nice. (laughs) All right. Number 27, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, 1971. First number 74, Spirited, 2022. Okay, definitely The Chocolate Factory. That was a film from my youth. I remember seeing that in the library. Um, DeAndre, I'm not going to be so rude as to ask you your age. I'll tell you, I was born 1980. I'm 43. So when I was a kid, when they showed movies at the library, sometimes it was a VCR tape with a big TV. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they had it on a projector, Mm -hmm. like reel-to-reel movie, like in a movie Mm -hmm. theater style. And I remember they played (laughs) Charlie and the Chocolate Factory at least once a year. I guess someone in the library just loved that film. (laughs) Um, And then, of course, it was always on television. And then we would often borrow it 
first on VHS and then later on DVD. So love that movie. And um, I love, I have to go see that prequel. Have you seen that new one? It's, I have it's been not really popular. seen the prequel, but I'm pretty sure that it's on this list, actually. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I saw it, that. I don't know how I'm expected list. to vote on I, a film. I guess I, it's I, like, I, go out and get your tickets, folks, if you yeah. want to be informed. <laughs> uh, That's all right. So, so Willy Wonka moves on. Definitely. Uh, number, number I've got a golden ticket. <laughs> uh, number 28, number 28, Little Shop of Horrors, 1986. Versus number 73, Trolls World Tour, 2020. Okay. Hat tip to my daughter. Uh, this is one where I'll vote for her. Uh, we'll do Trolls World Tour. We love the whole Trolls franchise. It's part of a whole group of these animated films that are bringing back classic songs that kids mm -hmm. haven't heard of. And then they start singing it and you're like, oh, cool. You know that song? They're like, yeah, it's a troll song. And you're like, oh, oh no. it's actually from like Sly and the Family Stone. Mm -hmm. Or it's like, like a lot of it is old R&B or mm -hmm. classic rock and um, I'm just glad that kids love old songs and discover them one way or another. Um, so yeah, two thumbs up. So that is a big upset, at least for me, anyway. Uh, yeah, what was the, the one that I knocked out there? Little Shop of Horrors. Okay, so I'll tell you the reason why I couldn't vote for Little Shop of Horrors. I know mm -hmm. it's a great musical comedy, there's a lot of great music there. However, mm -hmm. childhood trauma story, hashtag mm -hmm. trigger warning. It's not a real trigger. It's just a silly story. So uh, my cousin, very talented cousin, Brooke, was the star. Audrey, not not the plant, like the pretty girl, the love yeah. interest. Mm -hmm. No one told me. I was like seven or eight years old and a sensitive mm -hmm. child, probably closer to maybe six or seven. Okay. No one told me that there would be a plant who would consume my cousin <laughs> on stage. And like, as the place started to get darker and people were getting eaten, like I realized what was happening. And before she was eaten, I like sort of, I don't know, like five minutes out, mm -hmm. I broke into tears and I was like, they're gonna eat cousin Brookie. And I ran out of the theater crying. And and part B of the story is in the lobby. I remember a bunch of adults like shouting, like, you didn't explain to him. It's pretend. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the power of theater, folks. <laughs> so Little Horror is one of my favorite uh, musicals of all time. That's what's in there right now. How are those? Should I if, try if, again if, as a grown-up and forgive it for my childhood trauma? Well, you should because, spoiler, and this is a really, really spoiler, your cousin doesn't die. <laughs> she doesn't get eaten all the way. She gets saved. <laughs> oh, okay. And she, gets, she gets saved. She gets pulled out. However, though, there is a, and the people, people, a lot of people don't realize, don't know this either, that there is a alternate ending to that movie, actually. Mm. Uh, if you go watch Little Shop of Horrors, yeah, if you go watch Little Shop of Horrors, then and watch it all the way through, and then watch the awesome ending. The awesome is much darker, much darker than the ending. The ending is lighthearted, and everybody, and it's gay. The awesome ending is not that at all. At all. So, the young Ben, seven year old Ben, should not watch the awesome ending at all, but seven year old Ben probably should watch the finish, watch the whole thing because. Is a Wait, you mean forty-three-year-old Ben should try the the full-length film, see if I well, can handle it? Yes, yes. You, you, you I mean, I tell people I'm brave in real life. Like I'll sing mm -hmm. in front of people, I'll snowboard, mm -hmm. I'll bicycle in New York City. Mm -hmm. uh, but I'm very 
um, wimpy and um, I'm easily frightened when it comes to fictional things, both books and definitely movies. So, like, I don't like scary movies. I don't like any kind of gory violence, even like thrillers, like crime thrillers. I'm very jumpy. Mm. So, like, I kind of like them, but they push it for me. Okay. Um, so there you go. Well, Ben, 43 year old Ben, give it a chance. That's what I'm saying. But watch I'm going to try to be brave. I've got it on my list here of recommendations. I've okay. got Goofy Movie, Enchanted Sword in Stone, and Little Shop of Horrors. Well, and, and put asterisks, uh, Austin ending, Little Shop of Horrors, if you can handle it. Just saying. All Just right. Saying. I'm making a note. All right. Number 29, La La Land, 2016. Birth number 72. Yes. Muppet Treasure Island, 1996. Okay, so hat tip to the Muppets, however. La La Land, all day, every day. I mm -hmm. think it was an instant classic. Um, mm -hmm. I I was I was the guy who suggested this, this list because I love movie musicals in general. Mm -hmm. And now that I've been on this episode, I'm going to make it my business to go back and see all the films I didn't get to see in advance. Mm -hmm. But as I went through it, I, I've seen a lot of these, right? And mm -hmm. La La Land has to be at the top top five on the list in terms of just it's it's sort of a, a splendid throwback to classic movie musicals, like mm -hmm. the beautiful set pieces. I mean, I think both of the stars are wonderful. And it's also like a love letter to Los Angeles, like has like I can't think of has ever been seen before. Just visually mm -hmm. beautiful, so joyous. Uh, I love it. It was definitely beautiful. Uh, number thirty in Canto, twenty twenty one. First number seventy one, The Hunchback of Notre Dame, nineteen ninety six. That one's easy for me. Encanto mm -hmm. or Encanto. Uh, love. Love the music. Big fan of Lin-Manuel Miranda. Um, so just a terrific, terrific film. Number 31, Oliver, 1968. Or number 70, Beauty and the Beast, 2017, which means that's the live action. Live action. All right. So for this one, I'm going to go throwback Oliver, the movie. Mm -hmm. um, this would be one of the 10 or 20 movie musicals of my youth where... Mm -hmm. um, I remember seeing seeing the film and just loving some of those moments. Like I can still picture young Oliver singing a couple. He has a few sad songs, you know, he is a mm -hmm. little orphan dude and just like those close in, you know, he's singing and they've got some schmutz on his face and he's so sad and it's so beautiful. I remember that as a moment on the TV screen. Um, so, yeah, Oliver, very affecting film, very beautiful. Okay. Number 32, Frozen, 2013. Written with 69, Purple Rain, 1984. Well, definitely Frozen. So okay. here's we have the generational battle again. Um, we love Dahlia, my daughter, and uh, she was in preschool at the height of Frozen hysteria. Um, so kids who are three, four, and five years old were learning these songs and coming to school in the costumes and whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, it was pretty intense. So because we loved her and we were okay with it, we saw that film probably 40 or 50 times easy. Mm -hmm. um, I, I was dating a young, I was dating a young lady in Philly when, when the height of this damn movie. 
and I knew it. Did you have a young person in your life who loved Frozen? She she did have a, a daughter in her life that loved this movie, and I know the I know the songs in the movie not because I want to because <laughs> because I was there because I was like there. in the environment, right? Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, for months, the, if not years, on end, or for forever, I, I, I can't get this song out of my head. <laughs> uh, well, we we had such a good laugh as we talked about this list because some of the movies, and I, and I imagine your listeners feel this too as they do the various rankings, like because you hear a movie, sometimes it's like a touchstone to a period in your life. So for all the parents mm-hmm. listening, these Disney films that are kind of classic, growing up with your kids, they're perfect for school age and younger children. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you've been through that or with nephews or nieces, whatever, like you hear that film, you're like, oh, I remember when they were young. You know? mm-hmm. Number 33, Tingle, 2010. Versus number 68, The Blues Brothers, 1980. Okay, Tangled because the hair is on point. <laughs> All right, so Tangled moves on. Number 34, Sleeping Beauty, 1959. Versus number 67, Frosty the Snowman, 1969. I'm going to go Frosty the Snowman. Okay. I think Sleeping Beauty was another one of these Disney ones where I looked up the music and the, the, like, half of the songs are instrumental tracks. Mm-hmm. It was uh, it was elegantly done, but not for me. Not for me. <laughs> well, Frosty the Snowman will play Hairspray in the next round. Yeah, he's like snowman everywhere. His his time is short. <laughs> number thirty five, Rocket Man, twenty nineteen. Versus number sixty six, Labyrinth, nineteen eighty six. Okay, so I'm going to pick Rocket Man because mm-hmm. I loved it. We saw it in the movie theater. I'm a big fan of Elton John. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, a lot of the the music in Life Review, the Hospice musical, sounds a little Billy Joel or Elton John. My two composers love that stuff. Um, So that's why I picked Rocket Man. Fantastic movie. Love Elton John. However, fun fact about Ben Kintish. I grew up in Nyack, New York, Mm -hmm. where all of the exteriors for Labyrinth were shot. Wow. So if you weren't fascinated by me already, please Mm -hmm. line up. (laughs) Be fascinated now. (laughs) Okay. Number number 36, Tarzan, 1999. Versus number 65, The Fox and the Hound, 1981. All right. I'm doing Tarzan because I've got nothing for but love for Phil Collins. You got to. You'll be in mm-hmm. my heart. Mm-hmm. You'll be in my heart. I think that song was Oscar nominated. I don't know if it won, but it's a, that's, a, that's a good song. Number 37, Jungle Book, 1966. 1967, sorry. Verse number 64, Sister Act, 1992. Oh, definitely Sister Act. And Sister Act will play School of Rock in the next round, which is interesting because two That's a challenging, yeah. challenging matchup. Uh-huh. I've heard your other guests complain about how the game gets more difficult. And it gets harder and harder. It. <laughs> it gets harder and harder. I, I was going to wait till it's like until the Ninja the, Warrior <laughs> obstacle course. Uh-huh. Number 38, The Muppet Movie, 1979. Or number 63, Moulin Rouge, 2001. Oh, my God. 
Well, definitely the Muppet movie for all of the reasons. But just, I mean, God, so many fantastic songs. And I love the Muppets. I mean, so much of the humor in that film is just like, it's like all the vaudeville throwback slash Catskills Jewish New York humor, uh, you know, which is sort of my bread and butter. So I love that as a comedy fan. Um and I think some of the individual songs are amazing. Like Rainbow Connection is a classic uh, to me. A friend of mine uh, who's an autodidactic rankings podcast network, uh, uh, Casey, he's part of, even at the movies, he is doing, uh, I think it's movie scores, I think it is, and Rainbow Connection, or, or movie songs, famous movie songs, sorry. Movie songs, and, yeah. And he's doing, um, and one of the one of the rounds is Rainbow Connection. Is on there, so oh, it's yes. a great song. Great mm-hmm. song. Uh, number 39, The Color Purple 2023, which just came out maybe two weeks ago. Again, There's... get your tickets, folks. <laughs> Christmas <Cross> promotion <laughs> number 62, The Muppets Christmas Carol 1992. Oh man, all right. <sighs> Like highbrow versus lowbrow. Yeah. Oh man, can't win here. All right. So I thought the the lazy Ben. Can I talk talk through this real quick? Lazy mm-hmm. Ben was just gonna go with the Muppets because I freaking love the Muppets, right? Muppets mm-hmm. anything. It could be mm-hmm. Muppets car commercial, and I'll I'll <laughs> buy a, a vehicle that I don't need. Like that's mm-hmm. how 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 big I am into Muppets. However, not wanting to be lazy about this this important podcast adventure we're on together, <laughs> I I got on Spotify and I started listening to the soundtrack of The Color Purple. Mm-hmm. DeAndre, to it's, use it's the amazing. clinical term, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was um it was amazing and like I know that it's a musical that was on Broadway and won a bunch of awards and people love it. Lots of powerful music, but like it's one powerful song. And then you like, take a deep breath. And then the next song comes in and you're like, Ooh, you're like, go get yourself a towel. Mm -hmm. And then the next song comes in. It's just, I, I want to see it on stage, but uh, you know, I feel like emotionally buckle your seatbelt for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, but that said, as a listener, like several amazing, amazing vocalists. So, oof, I I guess I'm gonna have to go with the color purple just because of okay. the songs. Wow. All right, so the buckle color up, purple. folks. That's a ride. <laughs> Couple moves on. Uh, number forty, Chicago, two thousand two. First number sixty one in American Tale, nineteen eighty six. There are no cats in America. Definitely American Tale. As a proud Jewish man, I was so delighted to see my oppressed people portrayed in rodent form. Um, the Moskowitz family. Amazing. They actually showed it to us in Hebrew school. I shit you not. They're like, this is a historical musical comedy inspired by the experience of Jews uh, arriving okay. during the Great Migration, our okay. Great Migration. Oh, okay, all right. An uh, in, in American Tale will play the Little Mermaid, nineteen eighty nine, in the next round. Yeah, that they're gonna lose. 
Number I feel four. bad though. <laughs> but, do the movies but, know that they're being eliminated? Do they do they get hurt feelings? Because I feel I, sad on I, their behalf. I, I they haven't called me yet, so I don't I don't know. <laughs> uh, number forty one, Oklahoma, nineteen fifty five. Question number sixty, Peter Pan, nineteen fifty three. Oh man, definitely two films of a time. I'm gonna go with Oklahoma. Mostly because because of the song "Oh, what a beautiful morning." Great tune. Um, I do want to say though, I have often described myself as having a Peter Pan complex, meaning okay. not wanting to grow up. Um, so you know, there's that. Uh, oh, listen, after no, I, I I understand. Trust me. <laughs> Number forty-two, Mulan, nineteen ninety-eight. Number 59, White Christmas, 1954. What was the first choice? Mulan. A Mulan versus White Christmas. I'll, I'll go Mulan. All right. Uh, Mulan goes here. Number 43. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, just going to say White, White Christmas is part of a big group. Shout out to all my Jewish composers and songwriters. Um, I think White Christmas is Irving Berlin, mm -hmm. um, if memory serves me. And um, I was recently on a on a different pod where we talked about our Christmas playlist. And to get ready for the show, I brought up a, an article from Kvaler.com about how many great Christmas songs were written by Jews. And like mm -hmm. the main reason why wasn't because they wanted to celebrate Christmas, but because it's so big commercially. So if you can write a big Christmas song, man, getting paid. Mar yeah, you can pay for your Hanukkah presents. Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey proved that every year. <laughs> she proves that every year. Uh, you know what, DeAndre? All I want for Christmas is to be on Masturbators podcast. And here I am, my go. Christmas wish game true. Thank you, Santa Claus. Uh, no problem. There's a number forty. Speaking of Christmas, number forty-three, a Charlie Brown's Christmas, nineteen sixty-five. Versus number 58, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou, 2000. Okay. So I'm going to say, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou. Delightfully strange movie. Mm -hmm. um, it was kind of fun how that movie came in, and then all of a sudden people were, like, paying attention to Roots music mm -hmm. and that whole different style of music that we just hadn't seen on the movie screen in a major way before. Um, so that was kind of an interesting musical moment. Um, so yeah, cool, cool film. So old brother, where are thou? Two things about that. Old brother, where are thou? will play Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory in the next round. Yeah. So it's not, it's not going far. <laughs> Howard though, me and my friend. So I, I'm from Philadelphia, PA. The, the, okay. The, the, the hood is part of Philip PX. So I'm gonna say that right now. However, though, um, after you know, going to school and all something like that, I wanted to change, so I moved. I got headhunted by a nonprofit in Seaside, Oregon. That's literally across the country. Nobody would pay attention, right? From Philadelphia, PA, to Seaside, Oregon. Seaside, okay. Oregon, and I'm just sitting on a Seaside, Oregon, the whitest place ever made in life. There was only three black people at the time I was living there. Three people, me, my friend Reese, and a bartender. That was it. 
I, I did my research. There was nobody else. Power Girls, <laughs> me and Reese, they had, and it was very small too. Seaside Work is three miles up, like long. That's, a, that's a very, very small. Um, and on Fridays, the only thing they had was karaoke night. So everybody was sort of went by what? Me and my friend Reese, like another black, other black guy there, would go sing Man of Cost of Sorrow by, uh, from the old Thou. We would sing it. People would be surprised because two black people were singing it. Then afterwards, I kid you not, and my friend, my other friend, just like, how did that always work? We would sing it, and they'd buy us beers. They'd buy us beers every single time. We didn't have to pay for drinks every single time on Friday. We did not have to pay for drinks. It was, it was amazing. I love it, man. <laughs> Reaching across the racial divide through the power mm-hmm. of old white people music. That's Damn great. right. <laughs> and right. they get up there and sing all the uh the the songs made famous by black folks so yes well, well i'll have fun together <laughs> all right number 44 sweeney ty the demon barber of fleet street 2007 verse number 57 greece 1978 all right i'll go with greece i gotta say i love sweeney todd i, I mentioned i get frightened easily mm-hmm. so like i'm actually a fainter and yet Sweeney Todd, paradoxically, one of my favorite musicals, despite all of the gruesome stuff that happens. Um, however, I can't see the the film because I know this one was a particularly gross one. Um, so that's why I'm going with the other one. Um, Grease, I love. Um, I remember seeing it during summer camp, like when it was a rainy day, they always showed Grease. Looking back on it, it's like a very PG-13 film. It is not age appropriate for like school age children but that's you know summer camp is is children supervised by college kids so there is like always dubious decisions made um and showing like seven-year-olds grease um would be one of those dubious decisions now with all that commentary i remember it from being seven and being like, whoa, high school's awesome. <laughs> Little did I know it's like high school made by Hollywood and 30-year-olds playing high school kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a fun movie. It's like very cartoonish version of the 1950s mm-hmm. as made in the 70s, right? And um, gotta love some of the spectacular vocal fireworks of a very young John Travolta. Mm-hmm. Pretty amazing what he did on screen in that film. All right. Well, a couple things. Greece will play La La Land in the next round. Oh, that's a tough one. And I'm going to say it, and we'll always say, like I said at the beginning of the show, me personally, Greece 2 is better than Greece. Me personally. I, I know I get hate well, for that. I'm and, adding and, it to my to my list, mm, Greece 2. And I'm so, putting in parentheses question mark. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, the most most listened to episode of my podcast is Greece versus Greece Two. We we had wait. A you did a whole debate, episode on that. A whole episode. Wow. Before, before we start doing brackets, we just started doing regular debates. We did a whole episode versus Greece versus Greece Two. Oh. And it is, it is, it is I haven't. I haven't gone that far back in the archives. So oh, when did you oh, switch from? You used to do one versus the other, and then you did brackets. So yeah, we, yeah. So we so it was four of us, and we to get a topic, and then we debate the best of that topic. Uh, right. Although, just for this ep- the particular episode, I always said Greece two is better than Greece. So we just everybody all the four of us watched it, and then we came up with our own answers for that. Is the, it. the most listened to podcast we have. 
and right. uh episode we have and yeah check it out but my my thing is i tell people watch them back to back watch greece then watch greece too and then make your to make your opinion so that's all i'm going to say okay that being with that being said show must go on number 45 the princess and the frog 2009 working yeah. 56 dream girls 2006. Mm. So much amazing, amazing music between these two films. Um, I'm gonna go with Dream Girls because this is the this is the cast that has Jennifer Hudson, right? Yes, it does. I mean, Beyonce, yeah, and so. Jimmy Fox, Eddie Murphy. Amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was listening to the soundtrack the other day. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Buckle up, folks. Mm-hmm. Dream Girls will play in Canto in the next row. Yeah, sorry, Dream Girls. <laughs> number 46. Unreal. <laughs> number 46, Anastasia, 1997. Number 55, The Prince of Egypt, 1998. All right, I'll do Prince of Egypt on this one. Uh, I mentioned I'm a Jewish guy, so, you know, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, all we had was The Ten Commandments, which is, frankly, one of the world's longest and most boring films. Um, so Prince of Egypt as a new animated musical version, way more fun. So uh Prince of Egypt will play Oliver in the next round. Mm. All right. Number 47, Alice in Wonderland, 1951. Working on 54, Fame, 1980. Uh definitely fame. Ooh. Yeah, like so my wife and I lived in New York City for nine years mm-hmm. and we're big theater fans. So like there's a lot of talk in New York about the real life version of that that school, you know, professional performing arts school. Um, it's a ridiculous movie, um, but it's also wonderful. Okay. So fame will play Frozen in the next round. Goodbye, fame. <laughs> Number 48, The Sound of Music, 1965, versus number 53, The Rocky Horror Picture Show, 1975. All right. So Sound of Music definitely wins the round. Mm -hmm. I need to acknowledge there was a moment when I saw that film as a late adolescent, that is Rocky Horror, Mm -hmm. and I was just like, oh, my. Oh, my. Oh my, <laughs> like there's a, there's a yes. lot going on. No matter what kind of kid you're mm-hmm. growing into, there's a lot going on in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, yes. So, yeah, I want to acknowledge that, even though I didn't pick it. <laughs> All right, number 49, Wonka, 2023, <laughs> versus number 52, Fiddler on the Roof. 1971. Yeah, that no, that that's the wrong film. Um, there it is, Fiddler, forever and always. That's like it's the best. Love Fiddler. All right, and Fiddler on the Roof will play Tangle in the next round. And last but not least in this round, I know it's kind of long, but we have we're having fun. So there you go. Number fifty, Hercules, 1997. Version number 51, Pitch Perfect, 2012. Pitch Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So what so which means that Pitch Perfect will play Rocket Man 
The Sound of Music will play Tarzan. Mulan will play the Muppet movie. And Oklahoma will play the Color Purple 2023. All right, Ben, you ready for the round two? All right, yeah, I just did a big stretch. All, All right, of you listening you might have heard some crinkle, crinkle. <laughs> Let's right. go. So we have Singing in the Rain or Fan in the Opera? Singing in the Rain. We have Meet Me in St. Louis or Sister Act 2. Sister Act 2. And Sister Act 2 will play Singing in the Rain in the next round. We have Top Hat or Newsies. Newsies. We have The Wizard of Oz or Robin Hood Men and Tights. Wizard of Oz. And The Wizard of Oz will play Newsies in the next round. We have Mary Poppins or The Wiz. Mary Poppins. All right. We have Aladdin or Rent. <laughs> oh, did the death get to say it get harder and harder? Sorry, let me say that. Oh, listeners, oh, viewers, it's true. It gets more and more difficult as we go. Rent. Okay, and Rent will play Mary Poppins in the next round. Oh, um, no! <laughs> my Fair Lady. My that fair doesn't lady. mean you hate the other ones. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't mean it does they're not. terrible. It just means you have to pick one. <laughs> <laughs> my Fair Lady or Annie? Annie. All right. We're off the Red Nose Reindeer or Footloose? Footloose. Uh, Beauty and the Beast, 1991, or Oliver and Company? Beauty and the Beast. And Beauty and the Beast will play Annie in the next round. The Lion King or The Greatest Showman? The Greatest Showman. Ooh, what an upset right there. What an upset. All right. Yeah, but that's a family thing, man. I mean, uh, I, I understand. Listen, listen, this bracket is yours and yours alone. You don't, you don't care what MLS says, that whoever you pick, you pick. All right. I mean, that was that, uh, my heart skipped a beat as I as I made that choice. And as soon as I said it, I was like, did it was that okay? <laughs> But you know, it's just spectacular and mm -hmm. just just an amazing film. They're both great. They're both great. The King and I or Sword and Stone. King and I. And the King and I will play Footloose in the next round. Lady and the Tramp or Little The Little Mermaid 2023. Lady and the Tramp. And Lady and the Tramp will play the greatest showman in the next round. Ouch. West Side Story or Trolls World Tour? West Side Story, for uh -huh. sure. Hairspray or Frosty the Snowman? Hairspray. Yeah, I like it when it's easy. DeAndre, can you give me more <laughs> of the matchups that are easy? 
I cannot. I don't know if I can. So, so wait a second. I'm sorry to interrupt this. Did you make these rankings? Uh, the round two is all you. You made the rankings now. No, just in general though. Did you make these rankings? I, I just did want to clear not that up. Make these rankings. Okay, just checking. Sorry. School of Rock or Sister Act? School of Rock. With respect to Miss Goldberg. Mm -hmm. The Little Mermaid. Little Mermaid 1989 or an American Tale? Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Uh. All right. DeAndre, mm-hmm. it's not just difficult; it's painful. Yeah, some some of these get painful. I, I'm not gonna lie to you; some of these get painful and hard to, to pick. And, and and I gotta keep it real as a guy who wrote a musical comedy about hospice care. Um, I'm comfortable with the difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm comfortable picking. Okay. Um, okay tell me again the choices. The Little Mermaid, nineteen eighty nine, or in an American, or in American Tale. Little Mermaid. All right. But I love you, Fivel. I'm sorry. <laughs> there are no cats in America. Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory, or or Old Brother Where Art Thou? Willy Wonka. Yeah, see, I like the easy ones. Keep keep the easy ones coming, please, Yandre. Uh, <laughs> La La Land or Greece? Mm. <laughs> La La Land. All right. And I know that's a controversial choice, viewers. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm okay with that. Uh, Encanto or Dreamgirls? Encanto. Okay. Uh, Oliver or the Prince of Egypt? Oliver. Uh, Frozen or Fame? Frozen. Alright. Tangled or Fiddler on a Roof? Fiddler. Alright. So Fiddler on a Roof will play West Side Story in the next round. No! No! DeAndre, (laughs) we have it on tape where I asked you for easy matchups, right? I did, and I I, have it on tape and me not answering that question. (laughs) I can't. I I believe you're married. You too, Yeah, yeah. yeah, I could not answer that question because I know for a fact it's going to get harder and harder. So buckle up. Rocket Man or pitch or pitch perfect. Oh, I keep when I'm having a hard time picking, I keep going to like which one would I rather see like this week and then again next week. I feel like Rocket Man is a great movie, but I don't need to see it more than two or three times in my life. Whereas Pitch Perfect, I could see again and again. So for that reason, I'll go Pitch Perfect. All right. And Pitch Perfect will play 
hairspray in the next round. Yeah. And again, I'm sorry, Elton John. I love you. <laughs> if you're listening. If oh, Elton oh. John is listening to your podcast, John, yeah, uh, good job. If I get Elton John to listen to this podcast, it'd be a dream come true. God's truth. There's, I don't want anything from Ellen just to just, just to let to just have Ellen let me know that he's listening. I would well, love maybe it. we should be more deliberate about our next ranking. Do the top mm-hmm. 104 Elton John songs. I actually have that bracket, actually. <laughs> I have that bracket. I'm sure that list yeah. has been written. He's yeah. done more than 104 songs. Yes. All uh, right. Okay. We'll shelve that away. <laughs> All right. Tarzan or the sound of music? Sound of music. We'll start at the very beginning. It's a very good place to start. The sound of music will play School of Rock in the next round. Ooh, that's a tough one. The the Muppet the Muppet movie or Mulan. Muppet movie. All right. And last but not least in this round, the color purple 2023 or Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That which means that Oklahoma will play the Little Mermaid, nineteen eighty nine. Which yeah. means that the the Muppet movie will play Willy Wonka on the Chocolate Factory. Right. Frozen, Frozen will play La La Land. Mm. And Oliver will play Encanto. All right, so people that's listening and watching. We're on round three. The highest seeded movie will automatically get a bye into the quarterfinals. Mm. Ben, are you ready? I mean, DeAndre, I feel like I have to be because we yeah. are up to the third round. Let's yes, do this. All right. Singing in the Rain or Sister Act Two? Singing in the rain. <laughs> okay. And singing in the rain will automatically get a bye into the quarterfinals. Yeah. The Wizard of Oz or Newsies. Wizard of Oz. All right. Mary Poppins or Rent. Oh, <laughs> no. Um... I love them both, DeAndre. I love mm-hmm. them both for different reasons. I'm going to go with Mary Poppins. All right. Beauty and the Beast or Annie? Now, is that the original Beauty and the Beast or the, the live ori- action Sorry. Beauty and the Beast? The original Beauty and the Beast 1991 or Annie? Oh. Oh my god. You know, I've done some difficult things in my life, DeAndre. Mm-hmm. This is a difficult thing. I'm gonna go Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Sorry. Sorry, ladies. Mm-hmm. It's a hard knock life. You're <laughs> out. Be a sad orphan somewhere else. <laughs> Next, the king and I or Footloose. 
King and I. The next one is Lady and the Tramp or The Greatest Showman? Greatest Showman. And The Greatest Showman will play The Wizard of Oz in the next round. Oh, man. Oh. West Side Story or Fitter on the Roof? No. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, all right, so on the one hand, so I'm about to do a Tevia, which is perfect for Fiddler on the Roof. On the mm -hmm. one hand, Fiddler on the Roof, and on the other hand, West Side Story. I love Fiddler on the Roof more. I feel mm -hmm. like West Side Story is probably a more entertaining film. Mm hmm uh, they both kind of go on forever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. West Side Story is beautiful, but so freaking depressing. I can't see that more than once a decade. <laughs> so for that reason, I'm going to go with Fiddler on the Roof. All right. So Fiddler on the Roof will play Mary Poppins in the next round. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hairspray or Pitch Perfect? Hairspray. All right. School of Rock or The Sound of Music? Mm. I'm going to say The Sound of Music. Just because, like, I love School of Rock as a film, as a movie, but it doesn't have a lot of songs that you walk away like singing. Whereas Sound of Music, the whole first act, in you know, instant classics. So much good stuff there. Well, the Sound of Music will play Beating the Beast in the next round. Ouch. The, the original, 1991. Speaking of originals, The Little Mermaid, 1989 versus Oklahoma. I'll say The Little Mermaid. Because I know it more and I love it. Mm -hmm. Just so much beautiful music. Great songs. Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory or the Muppet movie? Oh. These are like two favorite favorites of mine from my childhood. Oh, man. If this was favorite comedy movies, I would pick Muppet Movie for this category. But mm. since it's musical and I'm thinking about the songs, mm. I feel like... Cheer up, Charlie. Give us a smile. All right, I... I love Willy Wonka. I could see it again and again, even in that spooky scene in the boat. And um, just keep on rowing. Everyone's keep on glowing. <laughs> oh, yeah. And Gene Wilder, he died like in the last couple of years. Rest in peace, yeah, Gene Wilder. I'm going to do Willy Wonka. Right. Yeah, there's so much beautiful music in that film. Such a, such a treasured part of my childhood. La La Land or Frozen?
Now, for a lot of these close ones, I've been going with which one has more songs that I love mm-hmm. or which film do I want to see again? And in this case, the answer is the same for both. And it's Frozen. Again, La La Land, fantastic movie. If you've not seen it, folks, go rent, stream, buy it today. It's amazing. Um, but Frozen is just spectacular. Right. Soup to and, nuts. And Frozen will play the King and I in the next round. Oh, which, all right. Which, which means, little preview, which which means that whatever win out of this next matchup will play Hairspray, and that means that Willy Wonka will play the Little Mermaid in the next round. So Interesting. We have Encanto or Oliver. Oh, Jesus. Oh. I'm going to say Encanto because it's just this amazing mix of styles and the lyrics I love in the English and occasional Spanish, Spanglish, the whole mix. Um, yeah, Encanto. Great film. Which means that Encanto will play Hairspray, which means that Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory will play the Little Mermaid. So we are on round four. Is that my Six. final four, or is that no, like no, 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 no? We're not even at the final four yet. <laughs> no, no. So we are on round four. Oh, singing, singing in the rain. DeAndre, do we have a sponsor? <laughs> I'm good at reading copy. <laughs> uh, not, not right now. But I'm hoping for some. <laughs> anyway, so we have one round four. Singing in the rain. All make moves on the, to the quarterfinals, which means that in the lower part of this bracket, the lower part of this bracket will automatically go on to the semifinals. And I will tell you what that is when we get to it. Are you ready for round four? I am more ready than I've ever been, DeAndre. Let's go. Okay. So the Wizard of Oz or the Greatest Showman? Wizard of Oz. All right. We have Mary Poppins. (laughs) Mary Poppins or Filler on the Roof. No, no. Oh, man. I should have probably prepared a tall adult beverage to be sipping <laughs> on as this thing goes. Um, It was Mary Poppins and... The Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, jeez. Honestly, like, the Jewish guilt is running so powerful right now. Like, I feel like to even consider... Not voting for Fiddler on the Roof right now would be like bad against my people. However, is Fiddler on the Roof versus Fiddler versus Mary Poppins? Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins is just gold and it's got the visuals and it's more fun. Ah, I'm gonna go with Mary Poppins. I'm sorry. Right. Again, I love you. Fiddler, mm-hmm. but I think I like it better as a stage play. As a movie, it get it goes kind of long. Okay. Beauty and the Beast, or the Sound of Music. Hmm. Same comment as I said for Fiddler. I'm going to say about Sound of Music. I love both of these, both of the films in this matchup. I love, and I would. 
And if you invited me, DeAndre, to come over and watch Santa music, have some popcorn, that might be mm. weird because we just met and it's a long movie, but long I would way. say sure. <laughs> <laughs> long movie. Um, mm. Maybe have like an intermission with a meal and a walk around the block. Mm. Um, but I'd rather see it on stage. I'd rather see it on stage. Whereas Beauty and the Beast, the animated film, I love it. And it's endlessly entertaining from beginning to end. It's a little scary, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some G-rated violence. But yeah, I'm going <laughs> to vote Beauty and the Beast. All right. The King and I are Frozen. Frozen. Which means that Frozen will play Singing in the Rain in the next round. Mm. Hairspray or Encanto. And Kanto. And then Kanto will play The Wizard of Oz in the next round. Oh. Which means that whatever wins out this next matchup will play Mary Poppins. That means that your the movie that automatically goes to the final four is Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Mm. Beauty and the Beast automatically will into your final four. However, we need to see. Who will play Mary Poppins? Is it The Little Mermaid, 1989, or Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory? Wait, it's my turn to decide again? Yes. (laughs) The format continues in the same way. Oh, my God. All right, say it one more time. I got to visualize this here. The Little Mermaid, 1989, versus Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, 1971. Willy Wonka. All right, which means that Willy Wonka will play Mary Poppins and Beauty and the Beast is in your final four. We need to see what other three movies is going to be in the final four with Beauty and the Beast. Quarterfinal time, is it Singing in the Rain or Frozen? Frozen. Okay, so Frozen is in your final four. That was a big knockout. I know Singing in the Rain Mm. was the top seed in this whole list. It was. It was. But, uh, the Wizard yeah. of Oz or Encanto? Wizard of Oz. All right. And it means that the Wizard of Oz will play Frozen the next round. No. Which means whatever wins out of this next matchup will play Beauty and the Beast. Is it Mary Poppins or Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory? Mary Poppins. And Mary Poppins will play Beauty and the Beast. So your final four, which is did 104 movies, so your final four is Frozen, The Wizard of Oz, Mary Poppins, and Beauty and the Beast. Now Say here's this again. The, I want to write it down. Mary Poppins. <laughs> Frozen, The Wizard of Oz, Mary Poppins, and Beauty and the Beast. And now, you know what? That, that works for me because I love all four of those movies. So that means I voted right. So now here's here's where we where we compare your bracket to my bracket. I always do brackets to make sure everything goes well and to see what I would pick. Do you want to guess how many of the final four we have in common? He Ben says one. 
If you want to say one, which one would it be? Um, was it Roz? Well, my good friend Ben, we have zero in common. No. <laughs> my final four is Sister Act Two, The Lion King, <laughs> The Wiz, and Rent. Those are my final four. Sister Act Two, The Lion King, The Wiz, and Rent is my final four. However, though, this is not about me. This is about Ben. Ben, when the final four, the winners of these matchups will go to the final. The loser will go to the third place game. You have a ranking of one, two, three, and four. Are you ready? DeAndre, mm -hmm. I am ready. Ready. All right. The Wizard of Oz or Frozen? Frozen. Okay. So Frozen moves on to the finals. The Wizard of Oz will go to the third place game. We have the Beauty and the Beast or Mary Poppins. Beauty and the Beast. All right. So we have Beauty and the Beast. And I think I know where this is going. We're playing Frozen. However, the Young Lester Love is so powerful, mm -hmm. man. Let's <laughs> here on that ladder mm -hmm. with the books. <laughs> Let's do third place game first. Ben, Let's do it. <laughs> ben, you just did 104 movie musicals. I want to thank you for coming along for this ride. Out of this bracket, what is the third best movie musical? Is it number nine, The Wizard of Oz, 1939? Or number 12, Mary Poppins, 1964. I'm going to say Mary Poppins. All right, Mary Poppins, number three. The Wizard of Oz, number four. However, though, it is not about third. It is about the best. Again, Ben, I want to thank you for coming on for this ride. 104 movie musicals. What is the best movie musical of all time according to this bracket? Is it number 17, Beauty and the Beast, 1991, or number 32, Frozen, 2013? DeAndre, I'm going to have to sing my answer. Tell mm -hmm. as old as time. It is Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. All right. So number one is Beauty and the Beast. Number two is Frozen. Number three is Mary Poppins. Number four is The Wizard of Oz. How do you feel about that? You know, it, it all happened so fast. <laughs> like so many roller coaster rides. The, the anticipation was so powerful. And then and then when we're on the ride, it just the twists and the turns, the ups and downs were exhilarating and thrilling and scary. And and at times there was a little bit of jostling in the car, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm glad I buckled up. As uh, as previously mentioned, um, there were there were some moments where I made some funny noises on the microphone. For those of you with in ear headphones, I apologize for all that. <laughs> um, but like, it was um, it was funny to me because I've listened to a bunch of the episodes getting ready for this appearance, and um, 
nearly all of your guests comment along the way at a certain point where there's a matchup that just like pains them and they're like it's so difficult or this is so painful it hurts and i felt that at several points along the way way before we got even to the to the sweet 16 man so that that was interesting like um i never realized before how much emotional power uh, sits in the happy memories of of these beloved movies. So, mm-hmm. so that's that's one reaction. The other one is as much as I love this particular genre, uh, as as I mentioned in the earlier disclaimer, mm-hmm. I've not seen all 104 films. So I do have mm-hmm. some viewing ahead of me, and at your recommendation, on the top of the list is the Goofy movie, Enchanted. Uh, and Little Shop of Horrors with the disclaimer, go for the alternate ending only if you're feeling brave. Oh, and Grease 2, which yes. DeAndre says is better than the original. Yes, De- for that. DeAndre will always say it's better than the original, okay? And, right. and also for the Sister Act 2. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm a big fan of Sister Act 2. I love yeah. Sister Act 2. I think it's better than the first one as well. I am I am what they call a, a sequel lover. I do love, I think that most sequels, a lot of sequels are better uh, than, like, I'm a fan, big fan of sequels. The Dark Knight was my favorite movie of all time. That's a sequel. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what else? Um, uh, Grease 2, uh, Sister Act 2, uh, Home Alone 2. <laughs> like, like I, I'm a big fan of sequels. So, yeah. However, though, I want to thank Ben for coming on. Ben, if you want to do another shameless plug one more time. Uh, oh, I'm ready for it. There you go. Yeah, so Life Review the Hospice Musical is a new musical comedy that I created along with some wonderful composer friends. Uh, if you want to learn more about it, check out the website, lifereviewmusical.com. I'm on Instagram, at Life Review Musical. We are currently looking for partners uh, for the theatrical production. I'm looking for places to appear in person or online doing the one-man show. Happy to talk with you about all those possibilities. And again, DeAndre, thanks so much for the opportunity. This has been lots of fun. Oh, thank you, Ben, for coming on. And Ben, if you ever want to do another one of these, I'm never going to say no. But we know we're both busy. It took us a long time to, to, to get this <laughs> to get this up. However, though, if you want to do another one of these again, please let me know. We definitely will do another one. Uh, just like anyone out there uh, listening or watching, I would never say no to anybody coming on here and do one of these one-on-one brackets or two-on-two, we'll bring somebody else on here. However, though, you have to do a bracket that I already made because even though I love doing these brackets, these are <laughs> bitch to make. <laughs> With that being said, <laughs> my name is DeAndre Robinson and we are out. <laughs>